Hey hotties. Hi Gorge. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Funny, Always Awkward. This is a podcast about nothing and everything, especially being a hot fucking mess. I'm Maddie. And I am Grace. Hi Grace. And just a reminder that we have a subscription feed. Sorry I did it again. Cutting you off all the time. I was gonna just plow on through. You need to say your bit. Yeah, were you gonna plug the the subscription. No, not at all. Okay, so no. I'll keep going. Yeah. A reminder that we have our fortnightly subscription feed called Sometimes Extra. You can support the pod and get an extra episode every fortnight from us. Come talk More to content. Us. Yeah, come hang out. We love you. All right, Grace, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, how are you? You're looking great. Thank you. Look, I look, my hair's slaying. I it slept, is. Yeah, but I feel like crap. And I did it again. The overnight curler, which is that silk kind of like wire head thing and then you wrap your hair over, around it and then you sleep in it and you look like Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> I've tried it before and after trying it I was like, look, your hair looks good when you wake up but you don't have a good night's sleep and I'm a side sleeper. Oh, uh, okay. Yep, if, I was yep, a, yep. if I was a back sleeper it would be fine because yep. there's nothing – but because I'm a side sleeper. So last night I was really tired and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give it another go because I think that I will fall asleep really easily because I'm so mm. exhausted. No. I got a terrible night's sleep. Catch your wake. Yeah, because you t- every time you move, you wake up because you're like, oh, why am I so uncomfortable? This constant kind of move, wake up, go back to sleep, move, wake up, and it's just not a fun time. I, I really want to love it. I was so tired last night that when I went to sleep, Tom stayed up a bit and yeah. did stuff around the house, and I was like, no, I'm done. I went to bed and I, like, went to sleep on my side and then – just casually found myself in the middle of Tom's pillows and my pillows. I was like sleeping on my face, face but down. Like, yeah, like face down, but like elevated a little bit because I'm in between two pillows. And it was actually a good really night's sleep. I only slept for like an hour or two, like that maybe. But like I woke up in a puddle of drool, like because you know gravity was not on my side. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it was a nice sleep. Was Tom in the bed at this stage? No, no, oh, no, I'm like alone. Say, yeah. that's a bit bed huggy of you. Yeah, no, I'm like in the middle of the bed when I'm doing this. I've seen recently online somewhere, probably TikTok, that there's a specifically made pillow for tummy sleepers. Oh. And it's like it's a memory foam pillow, but it's got grooves for your arms and stuff. It's not a very um, aesthetically pleasing looking pillow. It looks like <laughs> crap. So if you want to have a nice aesthetic bed, wouldn't recommend. But it's got all of these grooves. In it and it's meant to be helpful for tummy sleepers because I'm a tummy sleeper. I love sleeping on my back, yeah, but it's really not supportive. I snore a lot more when I'm on my back. Mm. There's a lot of problems around it, and I love a side sleep. I had terrible sleep while I was pregnant, but I had never had such supportive sleep because I got a pregnancy pillow. Why can't you still use the pregnancy pillow? Well, I used it so much that like I ripped it because I, oh. I would like kick my legs in the nighttime and yeah. I would I split the pillow. Oh. Um, so that one's dead, but I am thinking about buying another one. Well, yeah, because I was going to say just invest, but yeah. you plan on having another baby, right? I do plan on having another baby. The issue with the pregnancy pillow though is that it actually like encompasses you, right? So if you want any intimacy with oh. your partner, <laughs> the pregnancy pillow is in the way. Like <laughs> they can't hug you and they can't touch you. So you can push it off and be like, oh, I'm pregnant. I need this more than I need your intimacy. But now. But then, like, if you don't have a a baby in your belly, how do you look at your partner and go, I've thought about it. I would rather this pillow than you to touch me at night (laughs) time. 
So, yeah. It's a hard sell. Well, maybe you just have to have a quick cuddle and then when it's time for, like, lights out, go to bed. (laughs) Whip it out. Good time. Uh, Good night. Love you. I would like, you know, if we would want to cuddle or something while I was pregnant, this might have been because I was so pregnant as well by this point, but trying to move the pregnancy pillow to then get a cuddle, it was like, okay, just give me. It was was a lot of effort. throwing it. Yeah, it was quite weird. Ruined the moment. Yeah, you can't just spontaneously, like, have have a a kiss and a cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just being married, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not kissing and cuddling anyway. (laughs) Joking. Just joking. Kissing and cuddling all the time. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) We have to talk about something a little bit sad, though. We record quite in advance, so this happened a couple of weeks ago for you guys listening, but Matthew Perry died. He died yesterday for us. It was so sad. I I just, I think it's such a uh, sad way for him to have gone. Like, do we know if that's the truth, that he drowned in his hot tub? I keep hearing things about cardiac arrest. I keep well, yeah. hearing things about drowning. He was definitely in his hot tub. I mean, I feel like by the time that this has come out, the, we'll the, know the more. Truth will, yeah. The saddest part right now is that, like, there's a lot of discussion around whether or not he was sober when it yes, happened. because Matthew Perry's had a lot of substance abuse issues. Yeah, but he's been sober for quite a while and he's really documented his yeah. sobriety journey. And, and he's just released his book as well. Yeah, and he said a lot about him over opening up about his sobriety issues was because he wanted to be able to help people. And it kind of goes two ways for me where if it does come out that he wasn't sober, that's really sad because all of the work that he put towards his sobriety journey for it to come to an end like that is really heartbreaking. The other part is if he wasn't, if he was sober, sorry, and like there wasn't any alcohol or drug issues there, then Again, all that work that he's done is for nothing because it's the first thing that people jump to. And Everyone, I'm not saying people are wrong. I no. also jumped to him yeah, as well same. Like I as soon like, as it must, came out. He must have been on yeah. drug, drunk or on something for him to have, I don't know, passed out, overdosed and then yeah. drowned. It's yeah. just really heartbreaking. And I saw he's he has a TikTok account like most celebrities do. And one of his videos came up on my For You page last night for the first time ever. Mm. And the video had been posted 17 hours prior. Oh, wow. And, like, he maybe passed away, I don't know, five hours before I'd seen this video. And I was like, fuck. And it was him advertising his book. And then later on while I was having my scroll, you know, evening scroll, somebody posted the first chapter of his book, the prologue. Yeah. And there's a line, he has like a little intro line. And then the the second line is I should be dead and these words should be coming from the grave or like from the beyond or something crazy. Cause he's talking about his sobriety journey, right? Yeah, and he's like, course, I should have died. Like the yeah. way I abused whatever because was he it was alcohol and also there was prescription pills and prescription sure. pills. Because he had cocaine. He, yeah, he had an accident, I think, and he got addicted to Pain, some kind of prescription pills. And so, like, to have those words there and then, like you say, if it does come out that it's from substance, Mm. those words, like that, it's just like so much. haunting, isn't it? Yeah. And it's almost like the link between those lines of his, the first few lines of his book and his death is just like. And the book only just being released relatively recently. Yeah. 
I just, it's just so sad, so wild. I literally was watching, because Friends is my comfort show. Yeah, same. And I have already watched all 10 seasons this year, mm. I think twice. Yeah. And because I always have it on in the background. Yeah. And then I've been watching um, The Office recently. And The Office I find too much. I find Michael Scott too much for me. Really? And so I recently just went back to season one of Friends. I've started again and I'm on like episode 16 or something. And yeah. then the next day I was like, yes, I can't. It's just so sad and, like, I, when I was talking to my dad about it, I also rang my father to tell him about Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. No, he told me. Oh. I think he rang me to tell so me. So he was the one that told Maybe you. I get it from my dad. <laughs> I just, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Someone being like, oh, you never want to be the one that tells the news. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. My mum loves to be the one to tell news. Oh, like if it was, like, a actual, like, person in my life. No. That, I, that would be really sad. But, like... I just love anything celebrity. Yeah, you love gossip. I love gossip. Yeah, you do. I want to tell you know everyone what, about it. You know how there's those celebrity correspondents on morning shows? Yes. Like, like I Richard could be, Wilkins. Yeah, I was just about to say, I could be Australia's Richard Wilkins. Well, he is Australia's Richard Wilkins. I know, I could be the Australian. replacement <laughs> of Australia's Richard Wilkins. Because that could be fun. That yeah. would be a fun job. Really Literally, your title is celebrity correspondent. What a stupid made-up job title. Yeah. But also dumb. Great. But, like, I don't want to be Perez Hilton. Oh. You know? Yeah. Like, I want to be loved by celebrities, and when I report on them, I'm never crossing the line. Mm. Perez Hilton crossed the line too many times. No, I agree. And talking about celebrities and back on the Beckham documentary that we just... <gasps> I watched it. Yeah? I haven't watched the last episode oh, yet, okay. but I've watched the first three. You know how they've been interviewing those twins? Yes. The twin paparazzi guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, I don't know if it's in the last episode or not, because they talk about taking photos of uh, Brooklyn. Yes. Because he was the... I did see this, yeah. And the the interviewer was like, did you ever feel bad going to the lengths that you went to mm-hmm. to get photos of this baby and, you know, of, like, intruding on these people's personal lives? And they just stayed silent. Like, they had no answer. The only thing that they said was... You wouldn't do it today. Yeah. They didn't even answer the question. But I, like, to a certain degree, I kind of get it. They weren't actively taking these pictures being like, we know that we're terrible people. We know we're invading their privacy and we're doing it to to taunt them and haunt them. They were just doing their job. Yeah. And And that was the world at the time. We went from celebrities having all of this privacy in Hollywood. Like if you go back to like the 40s and 30s, they released everything that you they knew about them. They were the ones them. who were in control of yeah. their PR. And then as soon as paparazzi started to get more control, that's when not pop, pop culture thrived but like gossip culture thrived in within pop culture and everyone was asking for it. Mm. Like the paparazzi isn't taking photos of things that aren't worth money. We as a culture wanted to know what Brooklyn looked like. We wanted to see what David and Victoria were doing in a car. And who they were wearing. and What they were wearing, everything. Like it's, it was our like obsession with knowing things yeah. that drove it. And now as a society we can understand that's not okay to do that to children. We probably should recognise that it's not okay to do to adults either. No. But to a certain degree they have signed up for a life in front of the camera. Babies haven't. And then paparazzi follows. And a lot of paparazzi now, they won't, they'll probably still take pictures of their babies unintentionally, but they'll never release them. That's nice. And I think that's really nice. And now, like with influencers, they just give away everything for free. Yeah. So, like, you don't really need paparazzi because literally they'll tell you. But Gigi Hadid, I think, really changed the game. Like, I know that there's a few celebrities that would hide their children, 
Oh, um, yeah, she really didn't want her kids known. Yeah, she made a really, really big point. And so, like, her daughter Kai, there's no photos of her Except. Online. Except from her mother. Except from her mother. Yes, her mother. So her mother took her child out and, like, actively allowed the paparazzi to take photos of her. I would be livid if I was Gigi. Look, Yolanda. <laughs> Look, we know she's been exploitative <laughs> of her children. We know. <laughs> I feel like if you've watched Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know that Yolanda's form of parenting. Oh. Ooh. Don't take notes. Oh. <laughs> there is some toxic behavior yeah. in there. Like, she is an almond mum. Oh my God, if yeah. You've never seen an almond yeah, mum. She really restricted her daughter's diets because she, I think Yolanda <laughs> wanted to be a model, right? Well, she was. Oh, she Yolanda was a model. Yeah, she was and a model. then she was like, I want my kids to be models as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this scene, I, I think it's so good, where she's just waking up from a surgery or about to go into a surgery, which is a big deal. She's calling her daughter so she can talk to her. And her daughter's like, Oh, I'm on set. I'm so hungry. I'm really, really tired. Gigi has to be like 15 or 16 at this point. And even in this state where she's about to have major surgery or just waking up, I can't remember which one it was, she makes a point to tell Gigi how many almonds she can eat. She literally? Yeah, she was like, you can have this much of a nut and that should keep you going. And the thing is, like, her whole opinion of it is, Gigi signed up to be a model. This is the world of being a model. You have to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, yeah, but also your daughter's 15, 16, and you're you're feeding her an eating disorder and telling her yeah. that she is not enough merit on her own. So sad. Gigi really seems like she's doing really well. Like, all of the kids seem pretty okay. Yeah. From, from the, having Yolanda as a mum. Yeah. It seems okay. From the outside. From the outside. We don't know. Who, who knows what's happening on the inside? We don't know. I don't know. Gigi did apparently is also dating Leonardo DiCaprio now. Sussley. Have you what? seen that? No. He, she's the eldest that he's ever oh, dated. Oh, fuck. She's, she's a fucking like grandma. 29. She's a grandma. I know. Well, but if they become like for reals, he's a stepdaddy now. Step Leo. Ew. Yeah. Well, I saw one of the most recent episodes of The Kardashians last <gasps> night. When How good. They were setting Scott up on a date. Yes. And Penelope was in the kitchen and she was he was like, um, Chloe and Chris, Chris were asking Penelope what kind of girl they should set Scott up with. Yeah. And he was saying, yeah, someone in their twenties. And Penelope's Disgusting. like, what? And he's 40. She literally yeah. said, she's like, you're 40. Yeah. What is that? I know. When a nine-year-old's, like, checking you. Oh. Whoa. You know, things are bad. But I also, like, poor Kendall and Kylie, like, growing up with Sophia Ritchie as their oh. friend, and then all of a sudden she's dating your ex-brother-in-law. Like, well, it's almost like your uncle, kind of. Yeah. Uncle? Like no, weird. brother. Yeah, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, he would have oh. met Sophia when she was a kid through networking and whatever yeah. of the kids. She was of age. Do you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't anything illegal done there, but, but morally. the age difference at that age, oh. disgusting. It's almost like um Terrible. Billy Ray Cyrus with his current <gasps> partner who he met on the Stop. set of Hannah Montana when she would have been a literal teenager. Stop. I think she was, like, 11. Is she the same age as Miley? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're dating someone. She might someone. be a little bit younger even. What's her name? She has a funny name. Let's find out. We're going to fact check But today. that's what's been dividing the family. I know. There's Billy division. Ray. Let me Google this. Billy Ray Cyrus' girlfriend is... Wife. They're married oh, now. 
sorry, is her name Fire Rose? I told you it was Is weird. her name Fire Rose? I told you it was a weird name. Is that her full name? I don't know. She doesn't have a last name? She's like Cher. Fire Rose? Maybe she's Fire no, Rose. No, her name is literally just Fire Rose. That can't, is, that her, is that her real name or is that just a, like a, a well, pseudonym? Well, now it's Fire Rose Cyrus. Cyrus. Okay, they sued each other then. But, yeah, <laughs> they that sued each is other. disgusting. Yeah, really disgusting. Speaking of age, though, speaking of being old. Oh, yes. I have to bring this up. This has been our arc. Our villain. This is our villain. A villain backstory. What yeah. is it called? What, what's it called? A villain. I think backstory makes sense. I don't watch superhero movies. Origin. origin. It's my villain origin story. Yeah. I need. I don't know why I find this so offensive, and we're going to unpack I it. I don't find it offensive at all. I no, think it's funny. I know, but it's I know, not offensive. I know why I get offended, and I'll unpack it in a second. But to give you guys context, a couple of episodes. It was actually one of our first episodes of this season. We talked about making fun of millennials, and there was a video that Grace found on TikTok of two Gen Zers saying all of these things that millennials said. And then Grace and I were just having a laugh about the comments because it's hilarious. We loved it. So I made a little edit, a cut down of this, mm. a part of the podcast, and I put it on our TikTok. TikTok, and it's gone a little viral. Hmm. But the people in the comments again are roasting us. They're actually roasting us so hard. But like the, we are charred meat. I know. In the oven. We've been forgotten about for days, mm. just left on a low heat. <laughs> but we're getting roasted by Gen Zers and millennials. We're getting yeah. roasted by everyone. And I think yeah. the reason why is because the clip, it's kind of ambiguous if we're saying that we're millennials or not. We're just saying Fully. in general, it's fun to make fun of millennials. And all of the comment, like everyone that's commenting seems to think that we believe that we're, we're Gen Z. from the Gen Z yeah. generation, which we've never once claimed. No. At and all. there are a couple of hints in the video that imply that we're millennials because you say roasting us. Yeah. They're just roasting us. Yeah. So the word's us. And then also I put a little caption on the top of my head when I'm like, I have a f- certain facial expression when I'm dying that you're, because I'm always offended about being a millennial, even though I am. Yeah. And there's like a little caption on my head saying that I'm a millennial dying on the inside. Yeah. So yeah. there's two little hints there. Like it's not blatantly obvious, but I'm like, are you guys dumb? Are you haters, dumb? Haters aren't looking... You know, they're just hating. No, and they, they've they just immediately started going, and this is why I, I find it funny that I'm so offended because these people are going, they look like 30. And, I'm getting, and I'm getting offended because I literally am 30. I am but 30. But I'm like, how dare you? It's the tone. It it's is the, the tone. tone. Someone's written about me. They were like, well, you look like you're married with kids. I'm like, I am. I am, actually. <laughs> is it the bags? Is that what's giving it away? And then the one that hurts me is I don't know if you guys can be making fun of millennials when I look younger than you and it's like obviously a millennial that's talking and it's like, babe, we're on the same side. Why can't we make fun of ourselves? I know. You know, it's just a bit of lighthearted humour. And I did I did reply to one of the comments. I only did rep- you? I replied to one just because everyone keeps making the same joke because it's literally the same comment. Like I've never had so many comments on this TikTok. We're what? almost at a 1,000 comments. Wow. And it's literally people saying, wait, you're telling me these two aren't millennials? That's the comment. It's yeah. literally word for word. Everybody is commenting the same thing. Mm. And I replied to one of them being like, yes, we're millennials making fun of millennials. And I'd hoped that because as the creator, what normally happens is it goes to the top. Yeah. People are blind. They're blind. They can't They're see refusing. it. They're blind. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why I think the comments aren't insulting me that much is because no one's commenting being like, 
you're ugly, you know, making fun of how we look. They're just telling us that we look the they're way we look. They're just telling us that we look really old. <laughs> no, they're telling us that we look the way that we look. Yeah. They're just being factual. We're in the right age category. They're literally just holding up a mirror to our I faces know. and we're getting offended. <laughs> so, so They're not coming for us that hard. They're just kind of being like, guys, I think you're old. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you're not Gen Z. Yeah. And we're like, wake that's up. F- facts. It's like well, so fair. I'm not Gen Z. Because that's what we're getting. We're getting Gen Z as being like, you guys look like millennials. And then we're having millennials being like, you guys look older than me and I'm a millennial. And we're like, so we're getting it from both spectrums. We're yeah. like, Nobody's on our side here. Nobody wants us. There are some people in the comments who have understood the humor of it, understood how mm. old we are and mm. just being like, no, leave us alone. Or like, yes, it is funny to make fun of millennials. We it do is. a lot of embarrassing things yeah. that are worthy of being made fun of. Yeah, yeah. I did see this TikTok the other day, though. I should find it. Yeah. It was comparing the cringe millennial core home decor things that we did. Yeah. And then what Gen Z. What their cringe is going to be. What their cringe is going to be. Let's talk about it. And it was like mushroom lamps. Yes. And the wavy mirrors. Wavy mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, With like the foam on the outside. And I was like, oh my God. That's going to be so cringe to look at in 10 years. Yeah. And I, like, because then they were showing us, like, the geometric mirrors that we had, which I'm like, oh, that's so awful what now. geometric mirrors? Did you, like, they were such a thing when I was in high school, like, where they'd be the shape of, ugh, I'm really showing that I don't know geometric shapes. Like a trapezium. Like a hexagon. Hexagon. Yeah. Oh, and they're the gold. Hex- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, yeah, like, yeah. gold rimmed. Yeah. And they're hanging and it's, like, meant to be really minimalist looking. I look at that now and I'm like, like, yeah. why was that ever a thing? Mm. But I remember being 17 and thinking it was the in coolest. high school and seeing girls get it from Ikea and I was like, oh, my God, that looks slay. Well, they were little, weren't they? And you could get multiple ones. Yeah, and like yeah, yeah. So you together. get like a big one and then like smaller little baby ones around Yeah, it. I remember um, that. And then they were also comparing the different rugs. There's the wavy checkered rugs that are really big at the moment. Is that for like Gen Z? Gen Z. Yeah, like yeah. that's going to be cringe. I want one though. I think it looks cool. I kind of want one. I probably can't I get checking. a shag. I can't get a shag rug with Ben. But Why not? He could just. He would pee on it. He'd he think it's grass. It. Oh, that's yeah. fair. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, that's so fair. But yeah, it was just really funny to like have someone predict. It's going to happen. What's going to be cringe. Because they're talking about millennial grey being cringe in home decor. Yeah, yeah. Because we loved the colour grey. Yeah, which I agree. Grey. I never, like I wasn't a big grey girl even when no. I was in power because my mom her style is as a gen x is beige and like olive greens oh i do love an olive green. yeah and i think that that's cycling back because i my my decor now is like beige and olive greens yeah, and yeah, pink yeah, yeah. i do love a lot of pink which i think is a gen z thing yeah everything yeah. is pink yeah. and i think that pink walls and pink decor will go out of style yeah and my mom comes over and she's like you're copying me and i'm like no i'm not leave me alone yeah i love that maximalism Yes. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Maximalism. Maximalism. Yeah. Is coming back in. Yes. Because minimalism, I I appreciate what it can do, like the Scandinavian the Kim, theme. Kim K's. Yeah. Like empty, I, echoey house. Like I love, I love the idea of it. Not me at all. Just not me at all. Yeah. I love having a lot of garbage around at all <laughs> times. Like I'm a hoarder of shit, <laughs> and 
I just want to be in a house that's full of colour. Yes. And brightness. Agreed. I have too much blue happening in my life right now. Well, because you have a little baby boy. Is that why? Or it's just... No, just like I bought a blue couch and then I also bought a blue rug at the same time. And then like by chance all of the plates that I could have and all the crockery that I could have, the nicest colour was blue. So you're just having a little monochromatic moment. Yeah, too much blue. blue. Too much Mm. blue. Need to break it up. Mine's all pink. Yeah. Pink and beige. It's nice. I like pink. Do you reckon I'm a maximalist or a minimalist? I'm pretty in the middle. I think you're minimal. Minimal. When I've gone to your house, like, you know. There's not much. There's lots of space in between your furniture and stuff. Whereas I've got a lot of stuff crammed into a small space. I wish I was a girly that could have lots of houseplants. Oh, stop. Two reasons why I can't. One, I'm terrible at taking care of plants. They all die. Mm. And because Ben eats them. Yeah. I just can't. Yeah. I, I just would kill girl. all plants. Yeah. And I yeah, I want to be that girl. And a friend of mine is a big plant guy and he comes over to my house and he's like, "You have the perfect balcony for plants." Like sun-wise. But I'm not the perfect girl for plants. But I'm not the perfect girl. And I'm you know, just I'm wasting it. The math ain't mathing, you know. It's really the sad. equation is it's not right. But I love love the look of a beautiful garden. Yeah. Or love the look of houseplants. And if I ever get to the level of bouge that I'm hoping to get to, yep, I'm gonna hire a gardener. Yeah. It's a long way away at this point. I think I'd get a house cleaner before I would get a gardener, though. Yeah, the house cleaner comes. But this is what I mean. If I get to my ideal tax bracket. Oh. You know, my ideal tax bracket, I've already had. What are you doing to get to that tax bracket? What are you what are you doing to earn that kind of money? Well, the way that I've gotten up there, I think, is I'm Steph Shep, if you know who that is. She's Kim Kardashian's old assistant that just became like a best friend of Courtney Kardashian and now she's like her own entrepreneur. Oh, she's an entrepreneur. I'm gonna call her an entrepreneur. Yeah, no. That's what you're going to do. That's that's what I'm hoping. So Kim takes me on as an assistant. Got it. Gives me enough, like, clout yes. that I can create my own label, I'm going to say. Got it. Myself, my own brand. brand. And then she realises I'm a terrible assistant. Mm. I've got no work ethic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I've already made my brand. <laughs> <laughs> Love this for you. I'm excited. And then I'm going to get, like, a Kendall Jenner-style apartment. Have you oh, ever seen her apartment? She has a nice apartment. Beautiful. And then I'm going to end up in Architectural Digest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Is this what you're manifesting for 2024? I <laughs> Look, let's be realistic. It's probably going to take till 2026. <laughs> uh, but yes. <laughs> Slay. So I have big plans with no real actionable plan. There's no actual way to do it. No. But if you manifest it. Yeah, I was saying to my dad last night, like, what I would do when I win the lotto. Yeah, right. And he was like, you know, I think it's really important that you plan how you spend your money that you don't have and the chances of you winning are so low. You have all this time where you could be actually figuring out how to earn money. But, but no, instead, you're wishing. Daydream about what wishing you would do when you win money. And hoping. And I was like, yes, <laughs> that's what I'll do, Dad. It's what I'm made to do. I'm a professional daydreamer. I'm a professional daydreamer. <laughs> Slay, love it. Gosh, we can talk, can't yeah. we? Yeah. Oh, well, that's all we have for today's episode. It was, I, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. a good little chin wag. <laughs> That's so Australian. Yeah. I always think about our international listeners being like, what is a chinwag? What's a chinwag? You've just learnt, you've learnt a new uh, term, chinwag. Yeah. It's just having like a – just or a gas bag. Gas bag. I yeah. love a gas bag. Where does that come from? That's such a disgusting term. <laughs> no, because I always imagine like an old school vacuum cleaner that's getting emptied out like <laughs> – 
That is how we sound. You know, and that's me gas bagging. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and that's all we have for today. We love you. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.